So I'm going to invite uh, Doris to come and give us our first reading, which is 1 Corinthians 8, verses 1 to 13. Now, about food sacrifice to idols, we know that we all possess knowledge, but knowledge puffs up while love builds up. Those who think they know something do not, do not yet know as they ought to know. But whoever loves God is known by God. So then, about eating for sacrifice to idols, we, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world and, and that there is no God but one. For even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as indeed, as indeed there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is but one God, the Father, from whom all things came, and for whom we live. And there is but one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom all things came, and through whom we live. But not everyone possesses this knowledge. Some people are still so accustomed to idols that when they eat sacrificial food, they think of it as having been sacrificed to a god. And since their conscience is weak, it is defiled. But food does not bring us near to God. We are no worse if we do not eat, and no better if we do. Be careful, however, that the exercise of your rights does not become a stumbling block to the weak. For if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge, eating in an idol's temple, won't, won't that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to idols? So this weak brother or sister for whom Christ died is destroyed by your knowledge. When you sin against them, in this way, and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if what I eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again, so that I will not cause them to fall. This is the word of the Lord. So in a moment, I'm going to invite uh, Peter to come and preach to us. But um, just for those uh, who don't know, Peter is a student. He's uh, training at St. Francis College, uh, training for ordination, and he's uh, doing his placement here at St. Andrews uh, at least until the end of the year. We hope uh, next year as well. Um, but I've been talking with Peter about this, and I thought it's good to, to point out that Peter has preached a lot of sermons in uh, Dinka to uh, South Sudanese congregations. Uh, Peter's now making the shift to preaching in English, which is a second language for Peter. This is a really, really hard thing to do. And I think we need to appreciate that uh, there's no one else here that could preach in a second language. It's hard. And so I just wanted to, to set that up because it's, uh, we want to stand with Peter in this journey as he makes this transition and gets used to doing this. So uh, Peter's going to be sharing the word today. Peter, thank you. Thank you, Charlie, for uh, introducing me to the congregations. 
I believe I introduced myself before and I wasn't sure if all of you were there. So my name is Peter, one of the formation students at St. Francis College. And today uh, we're going to look at the uh, uh, First Corinthians uh, chapter 1, chap chapter 8, verse 1 to 13. And we will see uh, in that uh, uh, in that in that chapter, what is what what is it telling us? So before I could go into my sermons, I would like us to uh, begin with our prayers. Let us pray. May the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be well accepted. May our heart be pleasing to you, Lord our rocks and our redeemer. Amen. Uh, thank you very much, my friends. It is good to be here this morning at St. Andrew. And uh, it is my uh, pleasure to be able to stand in front of you to discuss this passage. It has a lot of conflicting messages in it. There are about 13 uh, verses but they contain different kind of message. And the issue here is about uh, myths offered to idols. In the city of Corinthians, or the city of Koreans, they used to offer myth to idol. And the myth that were offered to idol uh, were sometimes divided uh, into three parts. Some part were given, uh, some part were banned as an honor to the God. A God with small capital, a small letter, not capital letter. A God with small letter. They offer one part to that God. They ban it as an honor to that God. And that God is called idols. Hallelujah. Uh, the other portion was given to the worshippers to take home and eat. And so they could take their part home to eat. And the third part was, was given to the priest. And if the priest didn't want to eat there or has a portion, they could sell it at a temple restaurant or sell it in the marketplace, and it could become food for everybody in the city. Hallelujah. So it became an issue to be dealt with. And so the council at the time in, in the city of Jerusalem, the council sits and they decide and to see what, 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 what best way they can, they, they want to settle it and so the council uh, uh, see that the, the church in Corinth was a composition of different, different groups of people. It was comprised of Jews and Gentiles. And uh, so the council uh, made a decision uh, to urge a converted uh, Gentile to abstain from eating uh, meat 
or food offered to idol. Hallelujah. They did this because they need to maintain peace among the worshippers. Because the first priority was to maintain peace among the people. And the, the issue of eating food uh, which were offered to idols uh, was becoming a problem. So, and the, the council need to maintain peace among their worshippers or uh, 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 community of worshippers. Hallelujah. So that, that was done. We may ask ourselves today in the modern time, do we still, the pro- we still have the problem of um, idols eating food from uh, which were offered to idols? No, we don't. We are not having the issue of uh, meat which are offered to idols because after all there is nothing called idol. There is no idol. Idol is just an imaginary uh, things. And I come from a background where Christianity is new. I witness uh, what they call idols in my country of Sudan before I uh, I was grown up. When I was young, our people used to worship idols. They can go to the bush, cut a very nice wood, and they put it there, and they could kill their cows or God or anything they want to offer to that God, and they call it their God. And they worship it. I know that. But it is just an assumption. There is nothing like that. We only know one God. And that is the God we come to worship. That is the God uh, who sent us uh, his son, Jesus Christ, uh, to die, to take our sin. So, there is no, uh, there is no idols. And another thing is that if we eat food or not eat food, food will not take us closer to God or it will not uh, take us away from God. So eating food uh, does not make any difference, whether it is food being offered to idols or but the understanding of the people was different. There were people with, with the knowledge, high knowledge. And there were people who were very young in their understanding. And that's why it was a problem. Hallelujah. That's why it was a problem. So people were having a different knowledge. Just like we are in, the, in, in St. Andrew today, our knowledge are not the same. Our journey in the Christianity is not the same. There are new there are those who are new in the Christianity. And if we do things that may uh, cause them to, to think that they, uh, they are being uh, looked under look, then we have caught them. We have, we have sinned again uh, the will of God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you the history of Sudan. Before it was... Um, it split in 2011 into two countries now. Sudan uh, was, um, was considered or was a Muslim 
uh, country before because um, and in Sudan a Muslim country there are some of the things that are not allowed to be done by a citizen of the, that nation. One of them is uh, eating folks or drinking of alcohol. So women especially were not allowed to drink alcohol in public or in private. Uh, folk was prohibited because they think it is unclean animal. Animal with, with uh, they, they say there are things thing, thing that they consider unclean. Things like ducks, bad like ducks, animal like pigs, those animals are unclean according to Islamic rule. So they are not allowed for people to eat. And uh, if you are a minister, for example, in, uh, in our Episcopal uh, uh, Church, because I come from Episcopal Church. Episcopal Church is the church uh, that has a big number in, in South Sudan at the moment. Uh, and they have, their, their system is the same with Anglican. That's why when we came to Australia, we go to Anglican because it's, it's the same system. So in, a, in the Episcopal Church, uh, if you are a minister, like, like Brother Charlie here, if you are uh, someone in lay ministry, or if you are somebody who is active in the church activities, you will not be allowed to drink alcohol. Or you will not be allowed to do some of the things that are not, uh, that are contrary to what the Bible says. Hallelujah. So, that is what that that is that is the same situation that was going uh, on in Corinth. So it's the same situation. It's all about cultures. It's all about cultures. And uh, if you are to invite it, uh, just want to let you know, if you are to invite somebody from my community, uh, you need to be careful not to forbid something like books or 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 give them alcohol. They can, they, they can, they can do that at their own, but in a public uh, domain like what we are here in the church, they will not, they will not be happy. So, what Paul is telling us in this message, Paul is, was talking to the people in Corinth, and Paul is trying to, to tell people to give in their liberty. Just give in and try to consider uh, other people in the journey. Paul teaching, uh, tell us that we need to prioritize love among everything. We need to prioritize love to be able to journey together in the, in, in this, in this, in this work of, uh, God. So, Paul tried to say, if you have knowledge, do not, do not use your knowledge. 
to be able, if you use your own knowledge, you may be causing uh, your brother who is who their who, who their face is weak uh, to stumble. And so Paul is trying to discourage, and Paul is trying to encourage us to use love over everything else that we do. Hallelujah. So in regard to in regard to 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 to, to what we have learned from Paul principle is that no one no one has the right no one has the right to be able to to use their own knowledge which will cause someone else uh, uh, a, a problem. So Paul is trying to, to encourage us to be gentle, to be loving, and to forget all about other things. But we prioritize the love. I pray this word, and I talk this word in the name of Jesus Christ to you. Hallelujah. Amen.